Section 14 of How to Do Chemical Tricks by A.T. Anderson. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Potassium. Potassium was discovered by Sir H. Davy in the beginning of the present century, while acting upon potash with the enormous galvanic battery of the Royal Institution, consisting of 2,000 pairs of 4-inch plates. It is a brilliant metal, so soft as to be easily cut with a penknife, and so light as to swim upon water, on which it acts with great energy, uniting with the oxygen and liberating the hydrogen, which takes fire as it escapes. Trace some continuous lines on paper with a camel's hair brush dipped in water, and place a piece of potassium about the size of a pea on one of the lines, and it will follow the course of the pencil, taking fire as it runs, and burning with a purplish light. The paper will be found covered with a solution of ordinary potash. If turmeric paper be used, the course of the potassium will be marked with a deep brown color. Hence, if you touch potassium with wet fingers, you will burn them. If a small piece of the metal be placed on a piece of ice, it will instantly take fire and form a deep hole which will be found to contain a solution of potash. In consequence of its great affinity for oxygen, potassium must be kept in some fluid destitute of it, such as naphtha acid, which has been displaced by the great affinity or liking of the oxygen and acid for the copper. When the copper is no longer coated, but remains clean and bright when immersed in the fluid, all the silver has been deposited, and the glass now contains a solution of copper. Nearly all the colors used in the arts are produced by metals in their combinations. Indeed, one is named chromium, from a Greek word signifying color, on account of the beautiful tints obtained from its various combinations with oxygen and the other metals. All the various tints of green, orange, yellow, and red are obtained from this metal. Solutions of most of the metallic salts give precipitates with solutions of alkalis and their salts, as well as with many other substances, such as which are usually called pressure of potash, hydrosulfurate of ammonia, etc. The colors differ according to the metal employed, and so small a quantity is required to produce the color that the solutions before mixing may be nearly colorless. Metallic Colors to a solution of sulfate of iron, add a drop or two of a solution of prussiate of potash, and a brew color will be produced. 2. Substitute sulfate of copper for iron, and the color will be a rich brown. 3. Another blue of quite a different tint may be produced by letting a few drops of a solution of ammonia fall into one of sulfate of copper, when a precipitate of light blue falls down, which is dissolved by an additional quantity of the ammonia, and forms a transparent solution of the most splendid rich blue color. 4. Into a solution of sulfate of iron, drop a few drops of strong infusion of galls, and the color will become a bluish-black, in fact ink. A little tea will answer as well as the infusion of galls. This is the reason why certain stuffs formerly in general use for dressing gowns for gentlemen were so objectionable, for as they were indebted to a salt of iron for their color, buff as it was called, a drop of tea accidentally spilled produced all the effect of a drop of ink. 5. Put into a largish test tube two or three small pieces of granulated zinc. Fill it about one-third full of water. Put in a few grains of iodine and boil the water, which will at first acquire a dark purple color, gradually fading as the iodine combines with the zinc. Add a little more iodine from time to time until the zinc is nearly all dissolved. If a few drops of the solution be added to an equally colorless solution of corrosive sublimate, a salt of mercury, a precipitate will take place of a splendid scarlet color, brighter if possible than vermilion, which is also a preparation of mercury. 
End of section 14.